You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind of movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Somebody stop me! Is that it? Or st- Wait, is it somebody... Wait, is it... I'm doing... What are the what is the famous line from uh, 1994's The Mask, Pokes? Do you remember? I think it's Somebody Stop Me. Okay, I got it. Good. Nice. All right. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, here's a spoiler alert. I'm going to be seeing it pretty soon. Wow. Just tipping our hands so early. I have just set the record for the earliest call-out. It, most... it was in your first line. <laughs> it was the most premature call-out of the, our next movie that we have ever had. Yeah, but I mean, technically, it's basically written in the title of the podcast. <laughs> that might Fuck. be the most premature. Fuck. <laughs> you are... Yeah, you're right. Now, uh, real well... quick, what was the hot catchphrase from Hardwire? Or Hardware? S- somebody suck me dry! <laughs> Is that it? Is that yeah, what you're after? I think that's... I think that might have been it. And if you think if you think I was just doing a gross thing, go listen to our other episode. I uh, am not doing a gross thing. Here's a here's a little spoiler to get you involved. The actor who plays Porkins is a sexual deviant who says gross things that will make you want to turn the movie off. Mm-hmm. You should definitely go listen to the episode. It's in it if you didn't listen. It's a great oh, episode having, about a terrible movie. All star Mike Hayes back again for another episode. It has been too long since mm-hmm. he's been on. Or since anyone's been on. That's right. We, um, we've been a little shy on guests recently, but... Shh, 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 um, our intent is to watch, uh, again, of course, a comic book adaptation or a comic book film to film adaptation and do our best to suss out whether or not it succeeded and whether or not we are slowly going progressively more insane and losing our sanity chunk by chunk, like bricks falling from a wall down a deep, deep well into a endless abyss the sound of distant water only echoes and is never seen okay i feel like things have gone off the rails here (laughs) how about that somebody stop me (laughs) remember when he does like the cuban cuban music oh i do i remember cuban pete this is gonna be weird We we were talking before we recorded this that like i i remember liking this movie i i was fairly young when it came out and I remember, like, we owned this movie, like, on yeah, VHS tape, I, and we used to watch it. I had it, it on VHS, yeah. Of course, it's weird, because the actual Mask comic is a Dark Horse uh, a property from the very late 80s, early 90s, that is um, not fun, fun time for kids. That's That might be a good description of it. It's perhaps a little disgusting, terrifying. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's sort of like a uh, he's a really unhinged character in in the comic. Like he's, you know, in the scenes in the, in, in the movie I know where he like pulls out a bunch of like bombs or like a Tommy gun or whatever he does. Those are, um, you know, a callback to the actual mask where he's doing these things, but then he's using them to murder lots of people. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I feel like the, you know, they probably lightened this up a little, made it a little more family-friendly. Uh, maybe not. I don't really remember the movie that well. I remember he it, eats it, a bomb it's... at one point and says, that's a spicy meatball. I mean, it's super Looney Tunes. Um, and now that I think absolutely. about it, it may be mildly racist, because those two of the bits have been making fun of Italians and Cubans, we've just realized. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But yeah, the comic is um, is a different sort, but that's not that uncommon for us of course we um we did teenage mutant ninja turtles not long back mm-hmm. and we of course uh recalled that in that you know uh that series you know the original isn't i wouldn't call it like grim but it is um it's violent it's a lot, it's a lot more serious and violent than yeah, it is they uh, kill the foot like they those are ninjas and they straight up kill them yeah there's like evisceration whereas in the movies uh uh any character who has a bladed weapon just sort of holds it <laughs> Yeah. Well, they punch. Well, they punch with their other hand, or like kind of smacks it. You know, like using the flat yeah. edge, like they're spanking you or something. Yeah. Everything. Everything but cut someone. Um, but yeah, dangerous. I'm. I am pretty excited about this. I remember it super vaguely. I've, I've just as we said earlier, I've never gone back, um, uh, to 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 rewatch it. I do recall I was looking up some stuff on this before we started, and I was surprised to discover um, that there was aggressive attempts from the director to attach either Martin Short or Rick Moranis to the main mm. role. Which, frankly, both sound fine. Those those don't sound like they would have been in a Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's that bad of an idea. But that led us to, uh, Pogues and I, to do a little research on uh, the, the, the cast and crew, as we always do, and um, come to find some, some interesting, and more importantly, <laughs> um, some, some reoccurring uh, 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 story writers... <laughs> Yeah, for for, our, for our little our little comic book adaptation podcast. Um, but Pogues, first, is it all right if I read for you the directing credits from front to back? It won't take long. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's hear the director. His name is Chuck Russell. Yeah, good old Chuck Russell. And this is starting in 1987. Without skipping or embellishing, here are the films he's resp- films or television series that he's responsible. <clears throat> 1987. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. 1988, The Blob. Mm -hmm, 1994, The Mask. Great. 1996, Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not quite as good. Great fake CGI crocodile at the end. And by great, I mean terrible. 2000, Bless the Child. Shrug my shoulders. Yeah. 2002, The Scorpion King, huh? Yeah, like now we're in the decline of questionable decisions, but I guess when the WWF comes a-knocking with a truck of money, you don't say no. 2010, one episode of the TV series Fringe. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. I think people liked it. 2016, I Am Wrath, a failed and unheard of movie with just starring John Travolta. Which you could have and just then, said any John Travolta movie after Battlefield uh-huh. Earth. And then Jung Lee, uh, which appears to be a uh, Taiwanese um, kung fu movie that they made. So, mm-hmm. And who better to direct a Taiwanese kung fu movie than Chuck Russell? Then Chuck Russell, creator of the blog. Chuck Russell, a 50-ish, 60-ish year old white guy. <laughs> I just can't get my head around this like this progression. Like Dream Warriors is a is a notable movie. It's like a uh, it's a really weird like left turn for the Nightmare on Elm Street series, but it's like I don't think it's hated, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. And the blob is a fucking classic. Mm-hmm. And the mask is a weird thing to be on there um but we also dug around and found some uh some returning favorites uh um, well, i think the, the most 
the thing I found that's the most insane. Yes. Is we looked at a guy. Uh, there's there's two story by credits and then a screenplay and you know the story by is like you come up with the basic idea which in this case I I don't know if this guy is part of it I don't think he is but the other guy's credit is because he was the author of the comic book he he wrote I think he wrote the mask right right so he yeah. has to get story by credit this other guy we looked up to see what uh, else he'd written and he'd written three things. He wrote something called The Virgin of Juarez in 2006. Okay. Interesting. Uh-huh, which has Mini Driver, I think, in it. Then The Mask. And then his third writing credit is additional dialogue for hardware. <laughs> which is insane. Hardware. He wrote one, as, as if you listen to the episode, there's like maybe two pages worth of dialogue in that entire movie that isn't Iggy Pop on the radio. And it's mostly just like they turn the radio on. Oh no, a robot! Um, yeah, and then that's, that's and then they just it. keep repeating whatever line they just said over and over again until the crew can drag the robot towards them slowly. So it's insane, though, that like those would be his three things, and we just picked this movie for an unrelated reason: the mask. We didn't even go to look and see. It's pretty surprising uh, and weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty intense mode of serendipity. The other, um, the other story by slash writing credit comes from a gentleman named Mark Ver- Verheiden, who directed one of our favorites, Time Cop. Mm-hmm. Also starring Great uh, film. Our, our episode starring podcast also in my case. Uh, that's a fantastic thing. Apparently, he worked on the Time Cop television series. Cool, didn't know that was a thing. And about every science fiction series that you've ever cared about, uh, including Battlestar Galactica. Uh, heroes, a bunch of other things. So, really interesting credit. And then um, this IMDb page also reminded me that um, I kind of forgot that uh, uh, that Cameron Diaz is in this movie. That's right, a young, very young. This may be like her one of her first movies. I don't know. I it read has during to be pretty uh, early the, on. The, Wiki, the Wikipedia says that this movie was like uh, uh, stardom launching for Jim Carrey and. Uh, and, and Cameron Diaz. I, don't, I can't really verify that. I can't really remember Jim Carrey's movie Yeah, history, yeah, but... I think this may have been, because wasn't this around the time of Ace Ventura? Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I, I would so. say that's what made him famous, and that's 94. So, yeah, I don't know. I think those these two movies probably kind of propelled him into fame. Yeah, from, really, really. From his, uh, what I just, do you call I, yeah, it, I'm... Living Color Days? Yeah, this, this feels this like a movie that first should, movie. This this movie feels like a movie that shouldn't have worked, but as far as I can recall, it did well. Like I mean, I mean, you know, the right audience, the kids loved it. So yeah, I, I remember enjoying it. We'll see if that holds true. <laughs> as always, we'll see if it holds true, or if um, I become so embittered that uh, I can't enjoy it. And I'll need to the do movie my definitely job did well for uh, rereading some of the original Mask comics to make sure that I have the proper perspective to uh, assess the adaptation. I, um, it, it grossed 119 domestic on a $23 million budget. Not bad, Jim So that Jim is Gary. a huge success. Worldwide, $351 million. That's, that's like 10 times more than it cost to make it gross. That's, that's a huge success for this film. Yeah. Uh, it explains I, why they made a direct-to-video sequel. <laughs> Yeah, Son of the Mask sure happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine that Jim Carrey did not come back. He had become yeah. too famous by then. 
But uh, at this point, I just kind of want to go watch this movie right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, we should do it. You guys should do it. Um, it, The only place it looks like it's actually streaming for free is HBO. If you have an HBO Go account, you can watch it for free. And uh, Or if you're going to rent it, I recommend going to iTunes and renting it because according to Google, it's the cheapest place to rent it online. You can rent it for 4 bucks versus having to just outright buy it on a, leather, a lot of other platforms. Well, thanks, Dealhound. That's really helpful. Yeah, I decided to actually look it up for once before finding out we pick a movie that's impossible to find. We got so lucky. I was like, let's do hardware. And then right after I said it, I was like, we shouldn't do this. We'll never be able to find this movie. And for whatever reason, it was on Hulu. I still don't know why that was one. They were like, ooh, get the rights to Hardwire. Or Hardware. I can't remember the goddamn name of the movie. We should write so, a sequel um, called Hard- Hardwire. So after we're done with uh, with this movie, and we're um, we're all done with the podcast, right? We've done all the, all the comic book movies. So uh, uh... You know that document that we have all the movies listed in? Oh, yeah, let me bring the one up here. Yeah, there's more than one page. If you, if you click the next button, it kind of turns. Oh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Hey, but oh, no. I got great news for you. Marvel only announced that they're making, like, seven more movies over the next three years, so we'll easily catch up. The void is very deep. <laughs>